Welcome to Mystery Outsiders and Abs. I'm Kevin Weir. I'm Aaron Weir, and this is a teen drama lockdown. Oh, okay. I swore I thought you were going to say Stormcast. My head was like, she's going to say Stormcast. You know, the storm is a really minor character in this episode. <laughs> but it's a very important plot point. It could be anything. I don't think it could be anything. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that. There is a storm in this episode, which kind of bottle... it. It it's, has it has all the trappings of a bottle episode without being... it's a being, really big bottle. I mean, I think we this has the most characters, characters in it. Yeah, like, every character. Yeah, I think we see every single one. I Except do, for Caster. We do not see Caster, no. Yeah. Well, I mean... <laughs> and now, Vega. Ca- now Caster will just be a ghost on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when you're in power. Yeah. Well, and, and in a direct fight with Roman. It's true. <laughs> we don't see you as much. Because we were only re- really saw Caster and Roman went to go talk to him and tell him about stuff. And Roman's not going to do that now. Yeah. <laughs> Or though Roman's pretty good at wheeling and dealing, maybe he will. Uh, I, well, presumably he has to still keep a open face to the public. True. Yeah. There's a lot of sort of a public things. This is the most Romeo and Juliet episode. This is a very Romeo and very Juliet. Very Romeo and Juliet. If Romeo and Juliet didn't kill themselves and then just had to wander around Verona being like, hey. Okay, this is a very still star-crossed episode of... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That was a worse show called Star-Crossed. <laughs> It is, yeah, still star-crossed. <laughs> Not a sequel to this show. No. No, just a sequel to Romeo and Juliet. Mm. Well, uh, this episode is pretty... Do we get things dealt with? Things, you know, storylines move ahead. Yeah, yeah. And we're, we're, we're really reaching towards the... We, we, I think I see the path to the climax of this season. I think so. Yeah. Um, and I like a lot of the things that are going on. Things solidify with Grayson. Yeah. And though it annoys the F out of me, I do... I'm, I'm I, so... I like how they're doing it. Yes, I'm so happy about the path they chose. I, <laughs> they they really put the scare in us. And I think that might still be the scars of Riverdale. And uh, not, <laughs> to a lesser extent, the OC. But really, Riverdale, where that... Where... If this is Riverdale, Grayson would be... <laughs> In Re- the mafia. <laughs> You'd be in the KKK. True. <laughs> You'd be like, God, escalate it. What's bigger than Red Hawks? <laughs> but no, they're they're keeping every character doing, doing what that character will do. And specifically, Eric gets a full arc in three scenes. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. And it makes sense. You're like, oh, like, yeah. Like, when, when Eric first appeared in this episode, I was like, why is... Eric, why is he back? Why is why like what's he doing in this episode? Um, they give him a full arc in three scenes, and it's it's actually great. It's actually he's, a great. He's a great foil to Grayson. Yeah, they don't, and, and they don't like play it up too hard. It's it's good. We should probably just get into. Yeah, the let's episode. talk about the show. It's pretty good because this is Star Wars, <laughs> <laughs> the Phantom Menace, <laughs> the Phantom Menace. Yeah. <laughs> No, this is uh, <laughs> our our mom doesn't know what this podcast is on, so she has called it both Star Wars and Star Trek. <laughs> so I don't know if she's listening to us now, but that's for her <laughs> because this is Star Crossed Season One, Episode Ten. What storm is this that blows so? What storm is this that blows so? So it's called that because there's a storm in this episode. There's a hurricane and hurricane's going to cane. Yeah. So we we start up immediately in the Atrian ship. Okay. It took me a really long time to understand when this scene takes place in the chronology of anything. Right now. <laughs> yeah. I th- but I thought it was one of those things where they like showed us the end at the beginning. And at oh. one point I thought it was a flashback of right after the Atrian crash and like humans are exploring the ship and i was like wait what terry <laughs> also there's a lot of plastic <laughs> hanging did they cast a young vega this what <laughs> this place has a lot of plastic hanging from the ceiling for a spaceship once i saw the plastic i was like okay not a flashback yeah yeah huh. so no there's a soldier walking through the atrian ship uh he finds one who's unconscious and then terry's there and Terry's doing what Terry does best, which is shoving some drugs in her, her mouth, mouth and, then, and then kissing people. 
it's like it's like someone told her this is the only way to get a drug. I I guess it does presumably make someone open their mouth. But you know what? I don't like this thing. This ongoing I, plot point where Terry forces her kisses upon people. Yeah, Terry is. Terry has problems with consent. Mm. Yeah. Uh, also, I'm going to say that if uh, if I'm searching for an intruder and they kiss me, my mouth is staying closed. Yeah, I'm not letting them slip me tongue. I'm not. <laughs> I would love the debrief with this soldier. <laughs> he I, needs to get some better training. Well, there was a, a woman there. I I don't know. And then she kissed me and slipped something to my mouth. And then this, the general's just like, why did you use tongue? <laughs> What? Well, when someone kisses you, you just do. You gotta be polite, right, sir? <laughs> you gotta be polite. I'm a gentleman. <laughs> it's polite to... I didn't know if she was French or not. <laughs> I didn't want to be rude. Uh, so, yeah, she slips him <laughs> the the leaf and he goes unconscious. Then she messes around with some stuff. Yeah. And yeah. then she picks up the ship phone. Yep. And calls... I know, no, she picked up her phone. That's her cell phone. Oh, I thought she was getting... There was... This keep, scene is chaos. Keep in mind, the the secret Atrian cell phones look like our smartphones. Right. Because the the normal phones... It, I, it are makes, glass. It makes sense, because the normal phones we see everyone use is just glass on a... Yeah. On a, like, little base. But, yeah, the Atrian ones look like our smartphones. So she calls, presumably, her mom... Yeah. ...to say, I've done it. Hi, mom. I've done the secret thing. Don't call me mom on the phone. <laughs> My subordinates are listening. <laughs> You're embarrassing me, Terry. <laughs> Bad daughter. Yeah. Poor yeah. Terry. Uh, All right. So we're at school. And Roman and Drake are busy with Roman moping about how people know about his secret relationship. We're Drake's going, like, I think it's cool. We're going to get so much Drake and Roman business. As much as I like it. This entire episode is just full of flash to this person to talk and flash to this person to talk. This episode is packed. But I was distracted because Drake is wearing what I can only describe as a sleeveless peacoat. Yeah, he's got some weird... Co- and, like, fingerless <laughs> gloves. It's like he's dressed as a tough Oliver character. Well, it looks like he got a peacoat and tore the sleeves off like some sort of action star to show off his guns. Uh, more, but <laughs> it's a peacoat. Anyway, Drake is not concerned about Roman's concerns. Yeah. He thinks most people think it's pretty cool that Drake's that Roman's dating Emery. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Roman's like, well, not Terry. She wasn't even on the bus. And that's when I should have realized it's because she was breaking into the ship. Oh. But instead, Roman sees her right away, and she's talking to some people who are clearly detattooed Atrians. Yes. Because she's speaking Sandive to them. Yeah. And... Roman, you at this point, Terry has no... I guess she sort of helped Emery save you, but it was really just to help her mom. Just turn her in. <laughs> I mean, well... I mean, I know there'd be ripple effects and be very bad and... Yeah, the, the problem is that, like, who can he turn her into now? I know, because he can't turn her into the guards, because that will have ripple effects for all Atrians. Yeah, and he can't turn her... And Caster's no longer the actual... Like, not on his side. And Caster doesn't care. Caster already knows that Terry's a trick. Well, I know, exactly. Like, he, yeah. he... He can't turn her into Gloria, because anyone that he turns... Like, there, there's this constant great reason why people can't do these very simple things. Except... Yes. I know he doesn't trust Gloria because of the thing with his dad. Yeah. I think Gloria could hand wave over this somehow. It would be... Without destroying everything for the Atrians. I... Because Gloria has so much at stake. Yeah, but I don't know how she could. It's like, how do you... How do you how I, do you say one of our one of our seven is a terrorist? I think you have to spin it in... You have to spin it as like, Terry's the one who came to me because of Terry. We know about this Atrian threat. But, or you just take her off. like Yeah, what, what they would have to do is that they would have to... Fabricate bad grades, say that she's not doing well. <laughs> they'd, have to, they'd have to flunk her out of school. Yeah. <laughs> and she can't get out there anymore. <laughs> That's going my back, solution. Going back to Sandeep Elementary School. <laughs> Look, she's just she's not doing good at Marshall High. Well, the problem is that Terry's not their only spy, really, when it comes down to it. Aaron, any of those quiet Atrians could be a drag. We've never heard them talk. We haven't seen them for days. They... Are apparently there. So anyway, <laughs> Roman. This begins Roman's trend of just sort of always mugging Terry, always trying to find Terry. 
uh, to the point that Emery like walks past him and like <laughs> watches him mean mug at Terry. She smiles at him like she expects he's just gonna turn around and see her, and then when he doesn't, she's like, uh, "Hey." <laughs> Let's go into the bleach closet. You want to go make out in the bleach closet? I signed us up on the on the timesheet. Which is how Julia knows where they are, because she busts into that bleach closet and is like, hey, um, everyone everywhere knows that you guys are dating. So why don't you, why, why not, instead of making out in the comfort of a bleach closet, you make out where everyone can stare at you. That'd be fun, right? <laughs> Do this for me, Julia. Let me watch. <laughs> Uh, so they awkwardly go into the cafeteria, which yeah. I just want... What happened to the high-tech cafeteria that we had in the first episode? Um, I mean, occasionally you see them picking things off of... Like, it's it's like they've moved from vending machines to now they're picking things off of a... Like, yeah. where, where someone would... Where a lunch lady would be like, ladling out slop for you. Instead, they press something on a screen... And somehow the food arrives on their it tray. Just, it really distracted me. The problem is that it happens all, like below the camera frame. Uh, anyway, I, it's not important. It just really distracted me. Yeah. Uh, we we get a whole bunch of just reactions yeah. here from people. There's some random weirdos who some, decide. Some jocks. I guess they're jocks. They look like jocks. Decide to taunt Roman and Drake. <laughs> And and Emery, they're like, oh, I guess you'd sleep with anything. <laughs> I like how Emery has dated two people, and they're like, well, but one human, one one, one Adrian. Guess you don't have any standards. Grace and sloppy seconds, huh? Yeah, yeah. And then Ter- or uh, oh, Taylor. W- one of these guys is Brock, though. We actually will meet yes. Brock. Yeah. And then Taylor busts in and is like, hey, losers, don't be losers. These guys are cool. Taylor. Hey, maybe it's cool when an Atriot and a human date each other. Look at Drake. <laughs> However, Taylor somehow still wields all of the political power in this school, so the boys scamper off. Yeah, I think enough to just scare them off, at least. Uh, Grayson now this... has his own problem to deal with, I yeah, guess. Yeah, this is going to be episode of Grayson being a creep. <laughs> He'll, he will... I can break down every single scene Grayson is going to be in with Drake in this one moment. He'll creep up to Drake and say, Drake, you tell me a name. She's like, I... What? Tell me a name. Now, tell me a name starts with, what them terrorists? Well, yeah, first he wants a name, which and he wants a name with terrorists. <laughs> Drake's like, this creepiness is not gonna... I love... <laughs> the fact that yesterday, like last night, Grayson said, uh, that, you know, what do you want from me? I'll let you know. Then he comes in eight hours later. He's like, I figured out what I want from you. <laughs> I figured it out. There was a bombing. That means there's terrorists, which means you're going to tell me what them terrorists. He does phrase it like he figured out, like he deduced that there must be terrorists. And he's like... Well, I mean, like definitely the news said that at the time, like yeah. 100%. Yeah, it's not like, oh, Atrians who have been oppressed for 10 years blew up a guard station. Hmm. And you think, you, you think maybe there might be Atrian extremists? Whoa. Now, it's unfortunate that Drake, that Drake actually did kill Zoe because all of Grayson's suppositions are incorrect. But, yeah. But the end result that he did kill Zoe yeah. is true. Yeah. And even if he didn't throw her into the explosion, <laughs> even if she jumped into the explosion, yeah. she is still dead. Yeah, it's true. Uh, There's no coming back from that. Yeah. Hey, that's a that's a fun way of saying what what a wacky misunderstanding over the murder of a young girl. But he killed her to save the world. Wait, I forgot. Zoe is thirty four. Thirty four, alien. Thirty four and an alien. <laughs> anyway, um, I mean, aliens can be girls. We're not we're not old Star Wars where it's like men, women, and aliens. True. Yeah. So, um, Grayson and Emery are trying to get their snacks, yeah. and everyone is recording them. Yeah, I'm not certain what blog this is going to land on, but it's, it's not, not going to in- be... It's not interesting. It's not an interesting one. <laughs> Which Lucas basically, he shoes these oh, people away. Oh, Luke is back in the episode. Uh, now, we, so yeah, we had Luke scaring off the paparazzi. And er- then Eric, Eric... being racist again. And then Julia happens to be standing near him, and Eric's like, oh no. Oh, oh no, I didn't oh, no, mean Oh no, I made a racist joke. Oh, uh, uh, 
Damn, stupid Eric. I'm trying to unlearn my patterns, and it's hard. Well, you, you, you He's know. He's trying to unlearn his patterns. He is trying to unlearn. He, he is a very accurate vision of someone who is trying to unlearn their patterns. But he doesn't have a chance to talk to Julia, because Julia... Julie, because Julie is immediately spirited away by Ms. Benton, um, who is wearing a skirt that is too short, does not pass. Her skirt is too short. Her heels are too high. Yeah, that well, woman is not passing teacher dress code. No, no, no. She she is tenuously holding on to the thread of I'm a teacher. Yeah, she did way better before, but now she just yeah. wants to stalk a student. And then we get part of Terry's plan. And... I think in the end, I was able to wrap my head around what exactly it is, but visually, Aaron, what does it look like? She drugs Roman. Yeah. And... Oh, she, she puts a, like, she puts, like, Italian seasoning onto into his drink, and it just sits on top. And if Roman could look away from his <laughs> girlfriend, who he loves for... Well, I mean, Terry knocks Emery's Oh, yeah, she, food she down. distracts them. It's pretty good. Yeah, except for the, the thin layer of Italian seasoning put on the top of his apple juice. juice. But now, so now Roman is drugged, and he will be very drugged for the and rest of the episode. I'm honestly shocked that Emery couldn't figure it out on her own because he acts like a man on a drug trip. Like, he keeps, like, blinking and, like, rubbing his eyes a lot. You know, this and, like, is, zoning out. This is actually weirdly consistent. Emery does not have fantastic emotional intelligence. Emery also, I guess, doesn't have the imagination. Like, Emery probably has never, has never seen anyone on drugs. Well, no, she's seen plenty of people on drugs. But just... not, the, not the fun kind. <laughs> the life-sustaining I, kind. I was going to say, this is not the fun kind of drug. She, like, slips in, like, PCP. Well, it seems that this is a drug that people sometimes do for fun. Because Drake has seen people on it well, before. Yeah. yeah, people do PCP for fun. Yeah. So Julia is after she's been taken away by Miss Benton is and threatened. Friggin' Burke is at the school now. Yeah, I. So when she first, she being Miss Benton, mm-hmm. uh, first said, "Oh yeah, Mister Burke, he's he's at your dad's bowling night and he's gonna poison him," and she keeps on threatening her with Mister Burke. I'm like, oh, he's like the thug. He he's a thug that works for her, but he also is a scientist. <laughs> He's like a scientist thug. I think he's just a sociopath. He's just, he's, he's Mr. Burke, gentleman thug. So Miss Menton's like, look, we grew our own cipher, which is not great. Yeah. But Julia doesn't know it grows from dead atrians. Yes, yeah, true. But it didn't work. It killed all these rats. <laughs> to which I would say, maybe cipher doesn't work on rats. Mm, no, Aaron, rats are exactly the same as people. Why else would we be using them for all these tests? At least they did it on rats and not humans. True. I would not put it past these people. So uh, they come to one conclusion, the only conclusion, give us your blood. Well, they said there's got to be a catalyst yeah. for it. So they... Assume her blood can tell them what the catalyst is. Well, because they know she was cured by it. So they're going to take her blood and like split out the parts, figure out... Because they, they only found Cypher in there. Like, yes. gotta be, there's something else in your blood. Italian herbs and spices. <laughs> Meanwhile, Gloria is back, and she's very happy that Emery and Roman are dating. But if people threaten them, oh, you, oh, you come right to me, and uh, and you know it makes sense that Gloria is very much on the side of this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, of course, Roman is too busy tripping out. Yeah, he's like, oh no, screw you. You can't protect me. You just want to use me. I, I, you, you go to hell. And Emery's like, whoa, <laughs> that's weird, Roman. Anyway, Roman. You always want to protect me. <laughs> and then possibly my favorite sequence of events happens <laughs> in this moment where Gloria picks up her phone, goes, mm-hmm, uh-huh, uh, all right. Then presses the button and iron shutters fall down over the window because... The school's on lockdown. The, lockdown. the hurricane is here. It's just... It's just the... I, it's hard to explain it's verbally. It's because she's so deadpan. She's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, all right. <laughs> We're on lockdown. And look, we don't live in hurricane land. Maybe schools do have that. Tell <laughs> well, us. Well, I mean, I'm not. I'm not actually a, of my like confused by the storm shutters rolling down. It's also the future. Mm. Uh, <laughs> but it's great. So yeah, this is a hurricane, and it's a category one hurricane. And there's all these this talk on like. 
What are the? It's mystifying scientists. It came out of nowhere because usually, I guess, normally you have warning that a hurricane is coming, which makes sense. I mean, we know. I mean, but I've this never. Time, I haven't lived in a place with a hurricane, but you, we always hear warnings like, "Oh, this this hurricane, you know, it winds up as it comes in." Off it's the coast. like if you were at a restaurant and you're sitting on the patio at the restaurant, and then all of a sudden, a tornado just came down 16th Avenue, <laughs> and you were like, "What?" Huh? 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 So. Not only are the meteorologists confused and the meteorologist thugs confused as they're trying to punch the hurricane, uh, but Luke is apparently a weather detective. <laughs> He's like, this isn't how hurricanes work. I'm going to go hack into... Yeah. Well, he doesn't say hack. He just like... No, he's going to go review weather stuff. Yeah, but, like, he's hacking in, right? I mean, or he's looking at just open weather data that <laughs> anyone should be able to see. Com. Hmm, I'm going to have to hack into weather.com. Sophia's like, I have nothing else to do. We're locked down in the school. I, just had, I, I had a sharp a- intake of air while I was trying to tell that joke. <laughs> Are you dying? No, I'm fine. <laughs> it's like I tried to whisper and then my lungs just went, <laughs> no. no. <laughs> you got to have more air before you whisper, dude. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Sophia would also like to help with the hacking. Yes, yes. She, she just wants to be in a scene. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ms. Benton has to do teacher stuff. <laughs> She's so, disgusted by it. So I guess Burke is going to... And Burke can't leave because hurricane. Yeah. So, so apparently this high school science lab is high tech enough that he can go do his cipher work in the high school science lab. You know what? Sure. Which will also not be the same room as where Miss Benton teaches science. Yeah. So there's like... I, I Maybe this place is essentially kind of set up like university schools are where you have a Lectures lecture in a lab. That could be. Yeah. Also, also keep in mind, she was lecturing on like atrium biology. Yeah, in a in a in a, I it's not sex ed. They brought up sex, and she went, "Eh, <laughs> weird." Um. Also, Roman uh, is busy. Yeah, another tweaking out. Another Roman and Drake talking about Grace. And Roman's like, "We should have killed him." <laughs> and Drake's like, "I think, oh, hmm." And then Roman's like. But I can't talk about that. I've got to go find Terry. <laughs> I'm looking for Terry, which is his his unofficial like slogan for this episode. I can't go. I gotta look for Terry. <laughs> so Roman's drugging takes the form of two conflicting desires. One is to stalk Terry because she's very suspicious. Yeah. And one is to look out for Emery against all else. He's literally trying to tear himself in half. Now. While he's busy looking for Terry, Grayson creeps on up to Emery this time like a real psycho. Like, he seems like a serial killer in this scene. Yeah. Yeah. Grayson will consistently enter. I don't think there's one moment where he doesn't enter a scene from the background coming into focus. It's just the way he... He enters stage from this point on. And, like, I understand that his belief in his parents has been shattered. But you know how when we watch Riverdale, we're like, that boy needs some therapy. Grace. This boy needs therapy. Yeah. He is hyper-focusing on the wrong things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> he goes in to try to let Emery know about Roman. And it's, once again, another great moment of dramatic irony. where <laughs> Like, Emery knows all this stuff. Emery was there when Terry died in a black cipher explosion. <laughs> Zoe. Zoe. Uh, and Barbie, like, great. If Grayson told her, was like, I think Drake killed Zoe, Emery would be like, oh, I gotta deal with this problem. <laughs> <laughs> but Emery would probably deal with it very effectively because she... Well, she would tell Grayson the truth and who knows how he'd react to that, honestly. That's true. At this, I, at this point... They do – I know this so many times. They do such a good job of making it make sense why someone would hesitate to tell someone something. And usually it's because they're trying to figure out how this person will react to that information and is that bad for them. And the worst thing is if Emery had told Grayson right after his mom got arrested about the tregs and about how the Atrians are like rising up to stop the tregs. Yeah. From doing things like, oh, humans and Atrians are fighting against the thing, the same things. We have terrorist groups in both of our yeah. populations. I think if she had told Grayson then, before he saw her kissing Roman, before he spiraled and all of that, before yeah. he found out that he that she was there when her mom got arrested and her mom did, or his mom did like the poison in his mind and his dad did the poison in his mind. Yeah. Like if she had told him way back then. 
things this would all be very different. Things could have been different, yeah. But now he can't yeah. hear it. Yeah, and and also for the token, that she, at that time, she had no reason to tell him that. She had no reason to trust him. What if? What, what if things? What? What? A very well-written show. Timing and is it, very important on this show, and it's great. So Grayson does get, like, a little aggressive yeah. in his need for her to understand that Roman... And then Roman gets a lot more aggressive. And then Drake's like, whoa, I'm the one who does the punches. And then, and then because this is his slogan, Roman goes, I gotta find Terry, and leaves. <laughs> leaves. Actually, Drake makes a great point. You can't punch him if they see you punch first. Oh, yeah. Drake's problem is not that Roman is getting in a fight with uh, Grayson. It's that Grayson has to start it. Yeah, because <laughs> otherwise Atrian problems. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then, man, then Drake goes on a fantastical journey for trying to get from point A to point B. He will be stopped more times than Bilbo was. And I'm honestly... Not sure where he's going at this point. <laughs> I think he's going to find Terry, which is funny that he finds her and Roman won't. Despite <laughs> Roman's, I need to find Terry. So on his Bilbo his, Baggins journey, on his journey, yeah, um, he first is <laughs> found by Taylor, and Taylor's like, "There are so many empty classrooms in this school." Hey, I saw that the bleach closet is <laughs> is uh, schedule is open. It was all Emery and Roman, but now they're in public. It's, yeah, all, it's all E and R. <laughs> it said Emery and Roman, we're just studying. <laughs> so uh, let's go have some bleach closet sex. And Drake's like, oh, man, I don't know. Well, I, I Seems like, like there's a lot going on. I like that she's like, like, we should go have bleach closet sex later. I think I'm doing something now. I don't know what, though. I also don't know where I'm going. But all this was so that Grayson could watch. <laughs> Taylor exudes stage left. <laughs> Grayson, there. Yeah. Like, um, the reason I was thinking about this so much is they all went the same way. <laughs> like, they had that big fight in the, in the uh, classroom. And they just and then they all one by one. turned the same direction and left. Here's the thing with this. How unobservant is Grayson? Like, did he knows that Terry or that Taylor loves Drake because Taylor kept talking about how much she trusted Drake last episode. And like Drake and Taylor were all up on each other at the party last night. Well, yeah. Yeah. I'm actually shocked that he does. I thought he figured out last episode when he interacted with Drake when it was like, like just him and Taylor. Yeah. Really. But I guess he... He walked in, talked to Drake, turned around immediately, and left immediately. And didn't look any direction on his way out. at all. And you know what? Maybe Grace and Emery are meant to be, because Grayson also doesn't have the greatest emotional intelligence. Uh... So Drake's journey uh, continues on. We do see, because we're all tying all these storylines together, Zoe has to sneak past Mr. Burke, because he's... She peeps him doing something, but then she doesn't... No, I think she has to get into that lab. I think it reveals later she needs to be in yeah, that lab. Yeah, so she's basically just walking back and forth in front of the lab until, until he, he leaves. leaves. And he's not going to leave because he's doing blood, blood stuff. experiments. Uh, but fortunately, she is distracted by uh, Drake. Who's like, so, I notice Roman's on drugs. <laughs> Roman is clearly on, on Vital. So, uh, why'd you give him Vital? What, what is this? What is this for? What what plan do you possibly have, Terry? And I... Here's the thing. I think this is a Terry plan. Yeah, I don't think her mom told her to do this. Yeah, I... Because the only reason I can think of this is not a Terry plan is to distract Roman. Because, you know, Roman might get in the... Well, I but, guess... I mean, but How the, could Vega know that there would be a lockdown? Like, Terry could I steal mean, those things at any time. Yeah, like, it's... Why would Roman see her steal those things? Yeah, it, it it this feels like this is a Terry plan for something else. Man, teenage girls in this show. I mean... Emery has good plans. Julia has good plans. These Atrian girls? I think, yeah, it's just Atrian. Atrian <laughs> teenagers are bad at plan. Atrian... Uh, Atrian I might just be terrorists a- are bad at plans. Mm, these terrorists. <laughs> Uh, so Burke has figured out uh, that they need atrian leukocytes. Yeah, it's blood. It's atrian blood yeah. isn't that blood. But 
he needs to do more tests. He's and, not sure how much blood. Yeah, so because he is gentleman thug, uh, he's like, well, I guess I'll just have to take all the Atrian blood. I will need to bleed someone dry where I get an Atrian. <laughs> like, well, there's seven here. Four of them don't talk. I should no, talk. No, three of them don't talk. Is so sorry. Yeah. So it's Sophie. And she's like, hmm. pick one. Pick the most dramatic one. It's like. <laughs> three of them aren't really making friends pick one of them yeah come on miss benton but instead mr burke will just sort of hope hope that he comes across natrian alone just gonna hope just gonna figure it out miss benton's not gonna help him. like she's a teacher who could lure a student away yeah come on be better evil miss benton so uh drake has taken advantage of this lockdown oh, <laughs> right Continuing on Drake's journey. <laughs> He's gone to the gym. I'm not sure if Terry was his final goal then or if he just caught her as well. On his way to the gym. On his way because he's alone in the gym. And this is one of those gyms that's in the locker room. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Just lifting weights. Well, he's got to get his uh, his muscles all good before he has sex with ter- Taylor. Mostly that's in the locker room. Like they're yeah. surrounded by lockers and also a, uh, not deadlift, but you know. Push up. I don't know what they're called. Anyway, he's doing that exercise. The exercise, you know the one. The when, one where you're laying on your back and you push up the I was just going to say, you know the one. It's the only one you see in TV. Um, So Grayson, again, just creeps on I wa- up. I want a name. <laughs> I want a name. And Drake is like, fine. There are terrorists called Tregs. And Grayson's like, ah, well, obviously you know who the leader is. Well, no, he just want, he wants someone. Well, he in wants the a name of someone who knows the Treg's plan. Yeah. Why does why <laughs> does Grayson think that Drake would know he, who someone in power in a terrorist group is? Well, I think it essentially comes down to this: is that he 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 believed that he says it kind of here. He believed that Drake knew something. If he doesn't, he knows the other atrium, so he can find something. Essentially, Drake is just the only tool he has. And much like a guy with a screwdriver and a nail, he's just flipped it around and smacking the back end against it, hoping the nail will go in. He also threatens Drake to break up with Taylor, because otherwise he'll tell Taylor that Drake killed Zoe. Yeah. Which I don't think Taylor's want to believe. Well, yeah, but, like, you are... She already kind of revealed to Drake that, like, Grayson said some weird stuff, remember? So, they're on... Like, I can see why Drake is worried. I have more faith in Taylor than Drake does, but I think this is an ongoing... I think I think it's enough of a crack that I think it could, definitely. I have more faith in her, but Drake, Drake doesn't trust people, because yeah. why should he? And you can see why he would be like, oh, well, she's gonna... She's, yeah. I'm gonna white fang her. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but that feels like what I'm this gonna do. Like this feels what this is called. So, ro- oh, oh, you have that on your planet too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's about a fish, big fish, big fish. <laughs> Grayson, so, do you like big fish? Do you like the film Big Fish, starring Tom Hanks? But it's not that kind of big fish. Wait, no, that's big. Big fish is starring someone else. Jude Law. Jude Law. You like big fish, but Jude Law. Ewan McGregor. Oh, Aaron, you can't do this to me. Meanwhile, <laughs> Roman is d- paranoiding around the school. <laughs> yeah, that's so a um, he starts freaking out. He's worried about Emery, and she. You and McGregor. Perfect. Directed by Tim Burton. <laughs> Sorry, I ruined your thing. Anyway, Roman is high as balls, <laughs> and so Emery does the only thing she can, which is. Shove him into the bleach closet to come down. Well, because he was trying to find Terry, and then he comes back. He's like, Emery, I'm back. I couldn't find Terry. I need to go find Terry. And Emery's like, okay, bleach closet? (laughs) Yeah. So she brings him to the bleach closet, I would like to say. She brings brings him to the the bleach closet without filling out this timetable. Taylor's going to be very upset. Also, I enjoy that this bleach closet is literally everywhere it's never it's it's close to the the cafeteria it's close to every every part of the hallway they could be in everyone's locker (laughs) this this like the room like the reverse room of requirement it is wherever you need it to be it's always a bleach closet always a bleach closet but but, it moves but it moves um so emery leaves roman in the bleach closet and because he kisses her too hard yeah 
And she's like, oh, you got to cool down. And I'm going to go cool down in the hallway. I still haven't figured out anything's weird with you. She actually blames it on the hurricane. Because Julie, Julie comes, well, Eric comes up and is like, I need to find Julie. And so, she, she's mad at me. So then Emery finds Ju- Julie and is like, oh, this hurricane's driving all the boys crazy. And Julia, unfortunately, is, um, they did not give her a Band-Aid. Or have good blood extraction manner, because she's still bleeding. Yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah. <laughs> and because she's bleeding and because she's upset when Emery's like, what is happening? What is she tells on? her. Yeah, so she confides her about Miss Benton, and they're like, well, we gotta, we gotta figure out a plan here. We gotta, you know, do something. But we don't get to find out what their plan is quite yet, because Taylor has decided that she would like to come public <laughs> with her relationship with Drake by doing a choreographed dance number at the upcoming winter dance. Like, yeah. 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 You know what, Taylor? <laughs> you do you. You get you. Now, Drake does not use that as an excuse to break up with her. He just white fangs her. Yeah. 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 Anyway, he white, fang- white fangs her. He, he does a very bad job of it, <laughs> though, because, like, he could... We've seen a lot of white fangs at this point. It's a, it's it is a, it is a staple of teen dramas. We could have called this, this show mystery outsiders and white fangs. <laughs> we didn't know. We didn't know uh, how ever present they would be. But his, <laughs> he just he doesn't make her angry at him. He just makes her very sad. So essentially, he's like, I can't. I see what happens to Emery and Roman. Everyone films them. I don't want to be filmed. I don't think... The specific line is, I don't think me and you are worth fighting for. Because White Fang is supposed to make them angry. Yeah, so they don't want to be with you, so they are filled with righteousness. (laughs) Instead, you made her sad, Drake. You did it wrong, Drake. Well, maybe that's how Big Fish works. (laughs) Yeah, in, in, in the Atrian version of White Fang, he just makes the fish really sad. And then the fish cries, and then the fish fills up the oceans, and it's one of their greatest myths. It's also a creation story for us. White Fang is how the oceans came to be. <laughs> all of our great, all of our, all of our great pieces of literature kind of work like that. We also have one called Great Gatsby, which explains why the mountains appeared. Uh, <laughs> pretty much anything you'd read in high school is an Atrian creation myth. Meanwhile, Lucas is tracking that storm, and oh, the yeah. storm originates over the Atrian ship. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, boy, that's weird. And then Sophie's like, oh, well, our gravitational field could have made a hurricane. Yeah, they have, they have artificial... Did she say gravity? I, said, I thought she said artificial weather generation. Well, she thinks the gravitation field could be used with the weather generator to yeah, make... To go... Yeah. Yeah, so essentially she says, oh, yeah, no, there's science stuff on our ship, and it could definitely do this science weird science thing, but who would start a hurricane? Mm. Smash cut to Terry. Terry's tregs are doing nonsense. It's... It, yeah, they're, it, it's it's unclear at first, but they're spread out across the city. They're yeah. like a hospital and other places. And they're like putting things into walls. Yeah, they're getting like explosives and the electronics. Well, I mean, they're taking things out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, but they're also putting – it's just nonsense. Yeah, they're, they're, they're definitely stealing supplies. Look, they're definitely stealing supplies to make a bomb. 100%. At, at one point, one of them goes to an MRI and steals the electromagnet from the MRI. Yeah. That is used to make a bomb, I'm sure. So, um... The suvac is what it's called, I think. Roman has left the bleach closet. He (laughs) sees Terry, who's doing Atrian not... Or, sorry, Treg nonsense. At this point, he's, like, sweaty and weird, and his pupils are dilated. Like, Emery, this is not a hurricane. (laughs) He's clearly... If if you don't think he's on drugs, he looks sick. He looks like he's having some sort of episode. He, he is he is the purest definition of the word manic. Which is why if I were her, I would go get Sophie. <laughs> but but in- instead, she's like, you gotta help us. Hey, we're trying to find a, a thing about blood. And he's like, Emery, no, I, I can't. You, every time I help you. So yeah. he, in his manic, drug-addled state, informs Emery... That she is basically the cause of everything wrong in his life. Every yeah. time he tries to help her, things go horribly wrong on the Atrian side. Yeah. And I mean, not mm. wrong. Um, though you know that this is, go- this is going to be a, 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 a bigger thing because he's not super mean, actually. Like, she even says, like, I didn't ask you to. And he goes, I know you didn't ask me to. 
But you didn't have to ask me to. It's, it's all I can do. You're my weakness. <laughs> now, Terry, it's normally Grayson standing around the corner. Now it's Terry's turn. And she's like, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> then Grayson comes up and she's like, no, no, not this corner. <laughs> no, Go down the corner. It's my listening corner. Go different corner. Go stalk somewhere else, Grayson. Grayson, stop walking in from out of focus. Grayson, Drake is not in the scene. Go, <laughs> Go find Drake. I'm sure he's like doing lunges somewhere. Be behind him. <laughs> Not behind me. She's so smug about... This is the scene where I'm like, so this is just a Terry plant. The the whole drugging is a Terry plant. And I don't think Terry knew what was going to happen. I think she was just like, hey, hey, hey. Well, she knew that they would be locked in the school. So she's like, let's set Roman off. That's true. I think that was essentially your plan. Because if she gave him drugs and then they could leave, he could leave. She weaponized a bottle episode. Oh, Terry. (laughs) So, speaking of creepin', Miss Benton straight creeps up to Julia and is going to, I don't know, brag about how she knows. I don't know what her intention is because the power goes out. Yeah. It, it, really, the, the main point here is the power goes out and Emery is like, Roman can't help us. He's definitely going through something, but not on drugs. I don't know. So, their plan is to contaminate the blood samples. Though we know they've already done the tests. But Julia doesn't know that. Yeah. It, it just made it feel really weird for the audience to be like, well, something's clearly going to happen here. But we know the tests are done. So Roman has perhaps become aware that he's tweaking out because he goes into the bleach closet. Yeah. Yeah. he uh, He's having a bad trip around the bleach. And then Terry comes in and tries to rape him. Yeah. And we're going to yeah. put it. This is not cute. This is not Terry yeah. Roman, um, being too caught up in her emotions. She drugged someone, and she, now she is trying to she, take advantage of them. Tur- turns out Vital can also be a date rape drug. Roman even says, is he supposed to cause hallucinations? Because he keeps seeing Emery's face over top yeah. of and then, Terry's face. <laughs> so he sees Emery's face, and it's all wooey and with the special effects. And then they kiss a little bit more, then he looks up again, and then it's Terry, and he goes, ah! <laughs> and he backs away. He pushes away so hard. He's like, oh, no! No! What? No! Unfortunately, at this moment, in burst Emery and Julia looking for a flashlight. Because the bleach closet is everywhere. And because the bleach closet does have supplies. Yeah. Uh... So they immediately come in, and obviously they're angry, they leave, and then Roman, man, eviscerates Terry because he can't hold back. Because Terry's like, well, just get to, see, she doesn't want you anyway, like, hook up with me. No, you're a bad person. For you, it's all about power and mind games. It's like, well, yeah. 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 And he's like, with Emery, I'm who I want to be. I'm a good man when I'm with Emery, Terry. You make me a terrible person. I'm so glad, so sorry your rape plan went wrong, Terry. <laughs> so, sorry you couldn't rape me. I'm out. So he goes on a search for Emery. Yeah. And Jay- Drake interrupts him and is like, okay, you know what? <laughs> I didn't know how your drug trip was going to go, but you're tripping. Yeah. You need to sit down in the stairwell. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how Drake's incredible journey <laughs> took him from cafeteria, Taylor, Terry, doing some weight, doing some weight, back to Taylor, and then now he's going to tell Roman that, hey, you're on drugs. I guess sometimes the drug trip, like, maybe he just wasn't sure how it was going to go, and now he's like, oh, no, this is a bad trip. (laughs) I thought this was going to be a fun trip. Instead, you're just, like, trying to punch. I mean, he probably likes to punch people. So he says, you need to lie low, but, of course, Roman, I... I guess he doesn't need to find Terry anymore, but he needs no, to do something. But, you know, Drake is going to go out. He's going to yeah. look after Emery, and he's going to find Terry. <laughs> or watch out for Terry. Yeah, yeah. Drake, Drake, now Drake will do it all. Uh, we are going to have now cut in with Emery and Julie, who go up to the lab to, you know, try to contaminate the blood. Unfortunately, Terry bursts into the lab, so they hide, and Terry's stealing stuff from the lab. Yeah, well, she... Unfortunately, her Terry plan has failed, so now she's back on the... On the Trag's plan. On the plan. Trag plan. Unfortunately, now time for an actual serial killer to pop up. So Burke has been roaming around the school looking for Atrians, I guess. <laughs> then I guess he's returned to his lab being like, boy, I am pooped. Better go <laughs> drink some blood. Those Atrians are sure hard to find. Hey, I found one. Cool. So he knocks her out. And is going to just take her, just drain her dry. Meanwhile, Grayson is 
just being a creep. He's <laughs> he, just looking out the window. He's just looking at the storm. He's standing in uh, like an ante room, uh, <laughs> just staring at the storm. He's like, Eric, let me tell you my plan. I'm going to make a new and improved Red Hawks that aren't as violent. <laughs> I promise you they will not be as violent. And, and Eric's like, yeah, I uh, heard our buddies in the cafeteria talking about it. And I wanted to tell you not to make new Red Hawks. Grayson, our sweet summer boy, is like, no, no, no. I can make Red Hawks that only fight the Atrian terrorists. And this feels perfectly in line with Grayson. It'd be like, no, no, no. I'll make a better KKK. My KKK will only kill bad people. I'll still use the term KKK, but it'll be a different, it'll be a different one. And Eric's like, "Uh uh-huh. Well, when your parents ran the Red Hawks, it was a terrorist group. And I almost went to jail. And your mother did go to jail. So maybe you shouldn't start a terrorist group, Grayson. No, no, no. This one will be more focused. No violence and no hate. Just the good things. And Eric's like, oh, damn. I'm going to back on up out of here. Uh, you have a you have fun. And I think Roman is standing in this exact same room like moments <laughs> later. So I guess Grayson left as well. It seems to be, yes. Anyway, Emery, uh, Emery and uh, Julia sort of take a moment where Burke uh, leaves to try to save Terry. Yeah, so Burke and Benton have been calling each other. No, this is Ava. He says Ava. Isn't that her? Benton's her first name? name. You're right, Aaron. Her first name. <laughs> I thought her first name was Mrs. <laughs> Aaron, this is the first. I thought he just got a call from a woman. No, they've been calling each other. <laughs> so he goes out to get better coverage. Aaron, this is like your I do not know where Terry's mission took place in moment. Except for it happened right now where I realized Ava, is, her name is Ava Benton. I was just like, he's getting a call from like his side piece? What's happening this here? Is his wife? What? <laughs> I'm sorry, honey. I'm murdering a child right now. I can't come home. I love you too. So uh, they try really hard to rescue Terry, but unfortunately they're two tiny women yep. carrying another tiny woman. Yeah. They don't get very far. Well, Terry's bigger than both of them. Terry's be- surprisingly tall. Well, I think Terry's also dense. Yeah. I bet she works out. Uh, and we know that Emery jogs to run. <laughs> and Julia s- survived cancer. Survived cancer. So they're very skinny. Uh, but unfortunately, Burke comes back in. So they distract him by breaking em- a window. Emery allows the storm to enter. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> they're talking. And then the storm pulls off some of the shutters. And Emery's like, oh, smash a window. <laughs> I love Burke turns to the storm like he can fight it off like ah nah so the girls make it to the stairwell and Benton yep. is chasing them luckily this is the stairwell that Drake left Roman in well well I think Roman was in the atrium but he hears it does not matter where Roman is he hears the shout and then like throws Burke through a wall now this is okay because Burke is a serial killer it's it's fine for now it gets worse the more Roman punches. And then Emery calms him. Yeah. Because Emery does do very good things in his life, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, Lucas wants to tell... Yeah, we're going to go back to Lucas's storyline. Yeah. Yep. Lucas wants to tell Gloria about this mis- the cause of this mysterious um, hurricane. Yep. And Sophie's like, oh, my God, if we bring that up... Goodbye integration. Yeah, if if we if we bring up that one of the Atrian Seven, because they're like, well, who could leave? Because you know, there's no the only Atrians who are allowed to leave the sector are the Seven, so it had to be one of the Seven. And so he's like, please look, it's winding down. You know, ten minutes. And then I promise, if it doesn't stop, we can go tell yeah. Gloria. All I could think is that like, well, yeah, but the other meteorologists were also looking at yeah, this. Yeah, someone else someone should else have been able to figure this out. Definitely should be able to be like, what? Well, especially considering how the hurricane started at the ship, which means it started inland and, and moved outwards. And like, while they would not necessarily have an atrium next to them to be like, can your ship do this? Yeah. They could ask atrians. <laughs> well, and also... They already suspect them of everything. Well, yeah, and also like, that's not a like they know they're a highly advanced race and there's a lot of racism there as well it seems in line for someone to be like yes the atrians could control the weather 
So um, anyway, they couldn't have called Gloria anyway because she's busy doing something else. Yeah. Julia's on the phone with her mom being like, okay, I got to <laughs> tell you that someone is going to try to. Can you come pick me up? Can you bring me up from school? And Miss Benton Burson is like, I'm going to steal all your blood and kill all your parents or ah, something. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Miss Benton comes in to be threatening. And then Gloria's like, boom, I'm here with the army. I see you have blackmailed children. I see you've stolen their blood. <laughs> you literally stole children's blood. I, I, I don't know how to arrest you enough. <laughs> now, I hope that Gloria will then proceed to burn down that lab of theirs with dead atrians in it i mean the problem that, that she would have to miss bannon would have to reveal where the lab is i'm very i'm very worried about this <laughs> i mean yeah no they'll 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 figure out there's but gonna be there might be repercussions for this can i just point something out teenagers went and told an adult <laughs> that someone so, tried to murder them so yes yeah, so the problem could be dealt with by adults in positions of power I, I presume the other option is someone would stumble upon mr burke unconscious and beaten <laughs> who's like, this man who's this man in our school <laughs> why why is he here uh but instead yeah so gloria is threatening mr burke or has arrested mr burke and now she's arresting uh miss benton she's like get out of here and God's sakes, wear a longer skirt when you're a teacher. I mean, yeah, you know, you know, recover your body and all those things like that, but... There are other ways to do it. Look God. at me. I look great every day, Miss <laughs> Benton. It's just, you know, feel the, feel the situation. You know, you don't, you don't see other teachers. You don't see the principal walking around in a banana hammock. Come on. Get out of here. And on that beautiful moment... The power comes back onto the school and the hurricane is done. The lockdown is lifted. Uh, Terry has taken the wrong thing from this story. She says, thank you, Roman, for saving me. And Roman's like, you go to hell. You need to stop drugging me. <laughs> stop doing that. Because she has done it before. She has, she has done it before. He's like, stop drugging me and so terry responds to this by keeping on stealing <laughs> well it, well robin really hits her with with a, a real good like teen drama knife which is i thought we could be friends i guess not and then she steals more chemicals um, really, really, I think her side of the plan is she didn't have to do it during the um, storm. It just helped and yeah. needed to get it anyways. So. So, yeah. So, Grayson, one last time. <laughs> yep, come up to Drake. I need a name. And Drake's like, fine. I was once a Treg. Now I'm not. I guess I can get you Treg information. Yeah. And then Grayson's like, how do I know you're not a Treg? And Drake's <laughs> like, have I killed you yet, dude? Well, probably, yeah. Probably because you've been super open about threatening me. I would have just killed you. Which, honestly, throws a big wrench in his Drake's a Psycho Killer. I, yeah, well, and he he also does say, me and Roman were protecting you from the Tregs. Yeah. So, like, he doesn't say that Zoe was a bad person, but he implies that he is a good person. And I do think, because now it's him and Grayson working together, that, like, we'll see some stuff there. Some interesting stuff. Yeah. Uh, Luke has now officially entered the main plot of the series. And he now knows there's terrorists. And he's like, hmm, terrorists are one of the seven. Danger's not going to stop, huh, Sophie? Well, I think also, also, I think he realized there's terrorists for the first time. So maybe Which, it's not just Grayson. To be fair, why would Lucas think there were terrorists? Yeah, so he, he walks off sadly. Uh, also me sad is Taylor. <laughs> yeah. So, so, you know, Sophie's over and Taylor's like, Sophie, am I the kind of girl worth fighting for? And Sophie's like, you're kind of girl worth starting a war for. You know, like Helen of Troy. We have one of those on our planet as well. It is how the rain moon. is... Moon, yeah. Helen is the Troy is how the moon is made. That's why the moon comes at <laughs> night and the sun comes at day, because Paris. the Helen is away from the Menelaus. It was Paris who, who, who she fell in love with? Yep. Paris took Helen from Earth and put, brought her to the moon. <laughs> and then there was the Trojan horse on the moon. Uh, our version of it involves a lot more space travel. 
That's why we're more advanced than you. Because <laughs> our myths involve space travel. So we believed it was possible. So Taylor kisses her. Yeah. But Taylor is... I'm... I feel bad for Sophie because Taylor knows that Drake is watching. Yeah, I'm not... Sur- and this I don't think this is a now we're together kiss. I think it's just a kiss. Because Sophie opens her heart to Taylor and Drake cannot. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll see where that goes from. But I do feel I feel sad for Drake. I feel sad for Sophie. I also feel sad for Taylor. Not a great situation for anyone. I mean, Sophie's kind of happy right now. She got a kiss. Speaking Eric runs up to Julia and he's like, I'm so sorry. You've been avoiding me all day because I was accidentally a racist. Oh, once again, Eric's three scene arc comes to conclusion here where he's like, I saw a friend just be wildly insane. I can't be that. I do not want to be. So that's like, like, I saw Grayson be so upset. He doesn't say racist, he's obsessed. Yeah. I cannot be that guy. And then he goes, Oh, I'm so sorry. You don't need to hear my problems. You are the nicest person I've ever met, and I shouldn't be downloading on you. Yeah, it's it it was it's a wild three scene arc. Like he had so little screen time in this episode. But he went on such a journey. He went on such a journey, and then they kiss. And it's great. Yeah. So Roman goes up to Emery and he's like, Hey, guess what? Drugged. <laughs> By the way, I was on drugs. <laughs> and Emery's like, Yeah, he, okay. He also explains what the drug does. And she goes, Okay, well, I'm not mad at you for the Terry thing because drugs, <laughs> yeah. but um, that you didn't say that the drug makes you believe things that you don't. It just yeah. makes you say things you wouldn't normally oh, say. It, it did make him hallucinate. Yeah. I think it maybe also ran a fever on him, though. He was hot and sweaty. Yeah, he was sweaty. Uh, and he's like, well, I mean, I do kind of mean it, but... Yeah. And Emery's like, dude, you gotta focus on your people. Well, really, this is a mirror of that scene from, God, episode four way earlier in the series where um roman was like i do love you and i want to be with you but i can't be with you because i gotta deal with my people mm-hmm. the one where, he, where he's like i like um i want to give you anything but i can't right now essentially yeah. now it's the reverse now and she's like we Emery. can have future love but not right now love yeah yeah <laughs> but don't worry i won't white fang you and he's like why would you make me sad like a fish She's like, what? What? No, a wolf. Like a wolf where I throw I mean, rocks I at you. I make you mad like a wolf. No, no, no. Sad like a fish. <laughs> this is... I'm sorry. Did you say wolf? <laughs> and moving on. This is still not the end of the episode. Yeah. So the Atrians in the sector pick up from the hurricane. Way to control because... the hurricane there, Tregs. Uh, once again, this is a good sign that the Tregs don't, don't care. Don't care about Atrians. Yeah. So Sophie tells Roman about how the hurricane came from the ship. Yeah. And Roman's like, why would the Tregs make a hurricane? And this is the reason why. Apparently the Tregs had people in FEMA. So the FEMA relief trucks are there in the sector. Yeah. But oh no, who's working for FEMA? The guys that Roman saw Terry talking to earlier. So that's sort of what it meant by it had to be a hurricane. Yeah. Because they had to sneak in all the bomb supplies in the FEMA trucks. Yeah. And you know what? Clever. Clever. This is probably the smartest thing the Tregs have done done instead of just wait around being like i hope something happens i sort of got if they had made this just be around like a hurricane that just happened and they just took advantage of it that'd be very on brand for vega it'd be very on brand this seems like a terry plan now terry also wildly messed up this plan by meeting these guys at the school i i guess she could have met them anywhere kevin <laughs> i know because she was at the ship i don't know why they I also, also because of the casting of the show, I couldn't tell if they were supposed to be, I thought they were just teens at the school. I mean, they look like they're in, like, their 20s. Yeah, I guess someone has some kind of stubble, so. But, um, because Roman saw them at the school, and now he and Drake are like, hmm, hmm. And then Drake's like, well, my mom had to make this, this Sevek. Yeah, Suvek. Suvek. <laughs> and then Roman's like. Suvek means blast or flash. And Drake's like. It's a pretty big bomb. Seems like it'll probably be a bomb. This is all super, this is all cut between Grayson giving his first speech at his new Red Hawks. Aaron, we, if if you'd like, because I know we've used the term before, we can call them baby Red Hawks. They are baby Red Hawks. They're all teenagers. He, including Brock, the guy, you know. Brock would like to do some violence. (laughs) Oh yeah, Brock's like, yeah, we're going to burn down the entire sector. Grayson's like, No. We're not doing that. We're we are stopping terrorists. Good Atrians will be free. I love the I love the idea that he has gone from like 
oh, I just thought they were, like, you know, I didn't think my parents were violent. And, you know, I just, you know, I want these things. So now he's leading the group being like, no, no, we're not, we're not violent. Definitely these baby Red Hawks are going to do some terrorism, right? Yeah, but it's not terrorism if you do it against terrorists. Well, well I think, no, they're going to do things. And Grace is going to be like, no, stop. I don't understand. How can when I get, when I get together a group of people who are very, <laughs> very radicalized about hating another specific group of people, I can't stop them from doing violence against that group of people. I'm just trying to get the bad ones. Oh, Grayson, you're going on such a journey. <laughs> oh, great. Grayson's going to become the Grand Wizard of the KKK. Just be like, I don't understand what's happening. Why, why are there lynchings? Why? What is... What? No, none of this. No, we're learning from our violent past. Except, except for, to be fair, so even if the grad wizard of the KKK is like, no, no, we're only killing the bad uh, non-whites. Like, <sighs> and like, what's cool. the definition of bad? <laughs> It's actually he, it, it, he's like no no the there's no way that uh, uh the that the American government like you know Homeland Security would be able to deal with the Atrian terrorists. Not like instead, I should tell an adult. Instead, I'll get a well organized, a well regulated militia of and, teenagers, of teenagers, and we'll definitely be able to do that, and it will not become openly racist. <laughs> Will not lead to violence. We'll we'll stop Al Qaeda without, you know, damaging the rest of the Middle East because we're teenagers. <laughs> So, Aaron. Yes, Kevin. Throughout this episode, did you find yourself a CW moment? Did I find a CW moment? Did I find a moment where logic swept in like a hurricane, but it turns out it was a hurricane of made by the most dangerous villain, not weather, drama? I did. And I am going to a very small moment, which is the moment where Emery breaks a window by throwing a microscope. <laughs> yeah, she lets in the storm. Have you lifted a microscope recently? <laughs> Because yeah. I sure have. Yeah. Well, that's why I could break a window. They're, she does it with one arm. <laughs> They're Aaron, so heavy. Aaron, really, she was just she was carrying Terry with the wrong arm. If I she tried, didn't use her strong arm. If I tried to throw a microscope, it would just like fall to the ground in front of my feet. And I'm pretty strong. <laughs> Kevin, did you find a CW moment? Um, I did, and I think it's got to be Drake's unexpected journey. <laughs> I spent so I took so many moments in that in that show. It's being like, why is Drake anywhere he is? Like, there's a lot of people wandering around. Like, Miss Benton did a terrible job of keeping students in the cafeteria, obviously because she, she's not a teacher. She's not a teacher. Um, but <laughs> Drake just like finding himself in moments, <laughs> seemingly without his consent. And it's like they created a lot of set pieces that we've never seen before. Yeah, the school. They, I mean, they're definitely filming at a school. Yeah, and took advantage of it. Just, just able to use things from the school. Yeah, no, it's it's got to be Drake's unexpected journey. <laughs> <laughs> he had a uh, he had a lot of stuff. Uh, yeah, I mean yeah. this this episode had a lot of stuff. It had uh it had Terry as a sex pest. Uh, it had <laughs> Grayson spiraling wildly <laughs> yeah but still they they we said this earlier but they did such a great job of having grayson spiral into something while still keeping the grayson character yes yeah he is spiraling in character yeah because i thought he because we i mean i said it on the podcast i was worried that they were just gonna be like and now grayson's racist mm-hmm. and he's not but definitely he's gonna do racist things <sighs> Oh, white boys. The fine line of a white boy everywhere. I'm not racist. My actions have to be viewed in a vacuum. No, no, I'm I'm just... I'm sure none of these people will do anything bad. It's fine. I'm not... He called them the new Red Hawks. I'm just riling up an angry mob using the same name as a different angry mob. He could have just picked a different name. The The reason why, though, is because... He is still so connected to the idea that his parents are not bad people. So he thinks that if he uses the same name that his parents came up with, he can, like, reclaim it. Exactly. And then he can, like, show them no. what the right was. <laughs> yeah. Like, he, he's got to take these new Red Hawks out to do 
public service stuff. <sighs> yeah. Well, uh, this storm is done, but there'll be many storms after it, I'm sure. There's only three episodes left. Only three episodes left. And then and- Riverdale. <laughs> Yep, and it's definitely, definitely we're going to see that Sue Vic become a thing, mm-hmm. sort of bomb situation. And I feel like that's going to be, like, the final episode. That's the final thing. Like, it, yeah. like it's, I mean, there's going to be a lot of stuff going on, but they're really the series is paced based off of Trag plays. Because first you had Assassin, mm-hmm. then you had Black Cypher. And now you have Sue Vec. And now you have Sue Vec. Yeah. So, if you've got some theories about what the Suvec exactly is going to do, because remember, they want to keep the Earth livable. It has magnesium, and it had the, an electromagnet. I don't know. Tell us. Tell us on the social media. It's Podcast MOA, Podcast MOA, at Instagram, at Twitter, and at gmail.com. And please give us your ratings, reviews, and subscriptions at Apple Podcast and Podcaster of Choice. Or your podcaster of choice. <laughs> Riverdale's coming back soon. There's going to be a lot of podcasts. Make sure people know. We're your favorite and first Riverdale yeah. podcast. And don't forget to check out uh, my my books, my stories. You can find them at my website, kevinweirbooks.com. Also, I don't think we mentioned this. You can also just follow me on Twitter. I'm at strawmankweir. And I'm at a flimsy plan blog. That has been mentioned before. Go to said blog, which is a flimsy plan.com. You're better at talking about your stuff. Than <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll see right. you soon. Yeah, see you next week. What information will Drake feed to Grayson? Is this the last we'll see of Miss Benton? When will we hear the tale of the Atrian trickster, Holden Caulfield? For answers to all this and more, join us next week on Mystery Outsiders and Abs. A Teen Drama Fancast?